Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Unemployed Pinoy CEO. I'm your host Francis San Diego. Today is another uh, exciting episode because we have invited uh, two guests. We'll start off with uh, my guest co-host. Uh, let's again welcome her, Mrs. Joy Ortiz Timbal. Hi Joy. Hi Francis. Hello everyone. Hi, it's uh, good to be back, huh, Joy? So we we're like really, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're really thankful to have you again here. So um, yeah, let's go cut to the chase and welcome our uh, our guest. So maybe you will do the honors, Joy. Okay, we have a guest today, and she's the owner of Dovetail Social. She pursued her career as a pastry chef because she loves sharing her Filipino heritage in Australia through her gluten-free bake creations. Let's all give a warm welcome to a very beautiful friend of mine, Mrs. Rejoice Guevara Thompson. Hi, Reg. Hello, Reg. Hi, Joy. Hi, Francis. And to everyone who's listening right now. Hi, thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Oh, maybe we can we can start off right now, uh, Joy. Uh, maybe you can start do the honors of uh, since uh, we'll start off with the ladies first in doing the introduction and uh, interviewing uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Rejoice uh, Guevara yes. Thompson. There we go. Yes. Okay. Yes, Reg. Thank you for guesting in our podcast. And uh, we are very excited to to get to know you more, especially to our viewers. You know that uh, we're, we're good friends for a long time. So maybe you can share your journey to, to our viewers regarding your business in uh, Australia. It's quite, it has been quite a journey. So um, I'm Rejoice and I'm the owner and pastry chef of Dr. Social here in Brisbane, um, Australia. We have two branches in Oman Park and in Highgate Hill. Um, we opened our first branch in 2014, Dove Jail and um, in Norman Park. And it was more like a, a hole in the wall concept, really focused on specialty coffee. Um, when we opened our cafe, uh, we made sure that we are going to serve gluten-free um, meals, but not charge extra, like what other cafes have been doing. And the reason behind that, it's because my husband has celiac disease and he needs to be on a gluten-free diet. So we want to look after um, the celiac community. So we've decided that our cafe is going to be celiac friendly. So for those who don't know what gluten-free means, that means, or what celiac disease is, there is no treatment for that. It's an anti-inflammatory um, condition. And the only way, the only way, way you can actually um, continue being healthy is to be on a gluten-free diet. That means no wheat, rye, barley. So there. Um, this was not my profession before. I came to Australia in 2007. I worked in pharmaceutical back in the Philippines for seven years. When I came to Australia, I tried to um, 
apply for a similar role here, but that challenge of not having local experience is the same story as any immigrant who who goes here. Exactly. And then I uh, met my husband shortly after that, and we got married, and my husband happened to be gluten-free. So I started learning how to cook and bake that's because you know i wanted him to taste filipino food and enjoy what i eat so it all started from there so you mentioned about um you uh we'll, we'll go back to your first um, um uh, experience like uh, as in the philippines because also me i i also i used to work in the pharmaceutical company as well which company did you oh, work really? if you may yeah Which company did you work for? Oh, Merck. Okay. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, 2007, I was also here. I, I also my, uh, started my journey here. Then uh, I used to work in D-Film Philippines before. Uh, it's like a um, um, distributor of uh, pharmaceutical companies. So that's interesting. So now, when you when you said that you started your, um, how how long have you worked as in the pharmaceutical industry in the Philippines, though? Seven. Oh, seven, seven years. years. Then you just uh, decided to uh, go over here in the in the Australia, correct? Yeah, I I I felt a bit burnt out, so I started in sales and then I joined um, marketing. So I became a specialist and I also was involved with um, the bone and joint team. So it was more like part continuing medical education and patient care programs. So I was, it, it just came to a point wherein, um, yeah, I was just burnt out and I just decided to take a career break and my dad's sisters. They used. They happen to live here, so yeah. that's why I decided to go on a holiday first. Mm -hmm. But um, I I really love Australia. Even during my first visit in two in nineteen I believe was my first visit. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I I really wanted to stay here. Okay, Reg, I know you were awarded last October for the. Multicultural, multi multicultural business, entrepreneur entrepreneurship, is that right? Um. So I was awarded the Lord Mayor Multicultural Entrepreneur of the Year yeah. Award. In nice. Oh, that's so congrats. There were a lot of um There were a lot of of applicants, and then I was shortlisted. I wow. went into a panel interview, mm -hmm. and then um, yeah, I got an email that I was one of the finalists. So there were eight finalists that night across all the industries here in Brisbane. Oh, Brisbane, okay. Wow, oh. that's great. How does it feel to have bagged such a prestigious prize? When you won the award, how does it feel for you? Oh, of course. You know, I was. I had to pinch myself that it was really me Sir. who won. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I did not know who the other contenders were. It was only that night when I found out who they are because they are in the souvenir program. 
And when I saw them, I said, oh my goodness, I don't stand a chance among them. But uh, this year, the, the focus of the award is how your business uh, thrive during COVID mm -hmm. and how you use your creativity and ingenuity as well as you know, being a multicultural person to actually thrive even during the pandemic. Nice. So my story must have, um, you know, made an impact mm -hmm. on the judges. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the reason why I was declared the winner this year. So this is the first time that a Filipino was nominated and obviously won the award in the last 15 years. Nice. And I would like to say congratulations on that regard. Yeah, yes. definitely you have a you have a very very interesting story that you've shared. Then yeah, we'll touch up on that one uh, shortly. So yeah, like like uh, what um, uh, Joy mentioned um, you uh, about you know winning that award. So when you started the the your journey in the pastry or in the culinary industry, because also we believe it or not, I'm also in the culinary industry on my earlier years. It's like so surreal when I found that story of yours, because in the Philippines wow. also, yes, it's like really, wow, this is something interesting because Joy t mentioned to me that, hey, Francis, um, uh, Reg, Rejoice or Reg is uh, uh, she's she used to work in the pharma industry, and when she came to Australia, she also was into you know culinary. Me, me I also uh, from the um, uh, what they call this a pharma industry, then to turned into a chef. But me, I do the the you know cooking, the cooking part, not the pastry, uh, not the baking part. So because I, I like doing the savory dishes where you just put in all the ingredients and just cook it. So that, that's an interesting story. So now um, for that part, um, it's interesting to see that with your story, you did it as a necessity because you saw the need and you wanted because, you know, with your husband, which is Adam, correct? Adam, Mr. Adam Thompson is uh celiac has a celiac uh, disease which is like you know uh, it's just, uh to be honest i i don't really i haven't heard the, the disease yet until you you know i till i saw it in your story so it got me curious then i found out that uh, you you uh took it upon yourself to serve your husband which is by the way it's like really inspirational because uh, as a loving wife you you really make sure that you take care of your husband through your own serving right so when you started that journey what was the process like because definitely in the philippines you're like this executive right or you have a higher tier then you went to a different and migrated in a different country then all all filipinos or all immigrants in general will experience that right we are in a manager in our own country that we came, he will, will go back again, draw, back to the drawing board. Okay, what was the process like for you, Reg? Maybe you can share to us your process. Yeah, so um, I tried looking for a similar role while I was here in Australia. And it always came down to me and the other person. And 
him having a local experience so they they get the job um more than me and so i said to myself that's it that was like three months of you know of going through that process of interview and and i said probably pharmaceutical is no longer for me and then just shortly after that i fell pregnant and i i had a very challenging time while pregnant and then i got called again called i had a call back saying they want to they want to hire me but i was just very very sick at that time yeah so it was not meant to not be not meant to be correct and I, yes and i became just a stay-at-home mom um i really wanted to look after my daughter mm-hmm. for the first you know two years and just enjoy being a mom and while i was at home i started you know cooking and baking and i found that it was so easy for me to follow a recipe and yeah and then um one one night it was one one winter night i decided to make an apple pie for my husband and i served it to him and i went back to the kitchen and when i came back to see him he was actually in like in tears really teary eyed and i said what was what's wrong i thought you know there was an emergency or something like that but he said that he's never had apple pie for so many years wow. and from and in that moment i knew that if i was going to cook it has to be gluten free yeah. so that's where it really started for me you know um and that's just because how i saw um how that brought so much joy mm-hmm. to my husband. Yes. And then I became a demonstrator chef for Kenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, my my boss gave me uh, a free hand of whatever I would like to cook and bake and that became my playground. Mm-hmm. So I was do I was testing recipes and I did that for I think nearly 4 years. Mm-hmm. Before um you know and then we opened Uh, dovetail and overen in Norman Park in 2014. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yes. So yeah. that's how it all happened for me with learning how to cook and and bake. And then two years later after that, 2016, I decided to enroll myself in a patisserie course and I did that for one year. Oh, so you have like a what uh, associate's degree? or something like that. Yeah, so um I have a um a certificate course mm-hmm. patisserie um uh, patisserie for. Yeah, so yeah, to to become really a chef. So I did that while working in my cafe and looking after my daughter. Wow. <laughs> It That's was such remarkable. a difficult time too because I remember I have to drop my daughter to school and then jump jump on the bus to catch you know my 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 class by 8:30 in the morning and Stressful. then finish at six o'clock in the evening and i was just so so tired and i did that for one year and they don't really teach gluten free in school you probably learn two recipes there 
But the important thing, I've learned how things are done commercially, um, the techniques in baking. Mm. But actually right now, I'm doing more of the cooking in the kitchen mm -hmm. um, rather than just pastry. So I've oh. become really more like a kitchen chef. Yes, yes. That, well, so you're the owner, so... Yeah, pretty yeah. much self-taught on, yeah. on that part. Wow. Reg, Adam is so lucky to have you. <laughs> That's great, yes. <laughs> you know that, right? How about uh, Reg, what's your signature dish in Dovetail? What's your specialty? A specialty? Well, um, th I think that's part of also why I won the award because I tapped into my culture and I've decided to introduce Filipino-inspired um, dishes. Like in, fusion, yeah. Um, in our menu as well as in our pastry. So doing that opened opportunities for our cafe and it was received very, very well, not only by Filipinos, but also um, by Australians. Nice. So um, I think that that is actually the unique selling point of our cafe mm -hmm. um, because of it's, it's not just mainstream cafe. Mm -hmm. It, it um, involves um, just you know, Filipino-inspired um, yeah. dishes and desserts, as well as it's gluten-free. Yes, I saw also in your one of your uh, photos that you have, like, uh, you've been doing, like, uh, one of the uh, fil flavors, Filipino uh, flavors, ube. The ube. Ube, right? Yeah, the ube. Yeah. So the ube, the ube is such colorful um, dessert. Yes. Very, mm -hmm. you know... Um, yeah, it, 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 it's such a vibrant color mm -hmm. that people get attracted to it. Correct. And Intrigued, that's, right? That's actually where I started. Yeah. So I introduced that in my donuts um, and then I came out with my cakes. So our signature donut is the Ube Perpoyam uh, Pavlova Donut. So that's a dovetail signature donut. Wow. And I, I did that during the uh, Australia Friendship Day back mm -hmm. in 2018. Mm -hmm. I decided to marry um, two cultures in a dessert. So the ube being Filipino and the pavlova being Australian. Wow. And then it was followed by another donut, which is the yamington. So, you know, Australia loved their lamington. Mm -hmm. So I did a yam, a purple yam. I call yes. it Yamington. Oh. Um, just to just for it to sound cute. <laughs> <laughs> Something new to and to the public. Correct, correct. That's great. That's great yeah. to hear. I'm really excited about it, and at the same time, I'm getting hungrier now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after hearing about it. So anyway, uh, so uh, Reg, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm really. So now, knowing your profession, definitely have patience because I know for a fact that being a pastry chef takes a lot of patience because you have to follow the recipe. You can't go over, like let's say, the comparing to a, a savory chef where you just put in all the ingredients without measuring it. The pastry, pastry chef, being a pastry chef is really hard for me. 
because you have to read the recipe, follow it, or else you're going to waste it. <laughs> For sure, they're going to have a lot yeah, of work. Baking, uh, baking, totally, baking is totally different. Yes, like I agree. With your measurements. Correct, correct. Um, the thing is, most of my recipes, I have to experiment on them. Yeah, considering because that one as well, that you're experimenting. Because it's gluten-free. Correct, correct. Yeah, so, so it's gluten-free. So um, there are so many um, recipes, like one in particular, I think the difficult, the most difficult thing I did was the the scrolls. Mm-hmm. Or in, in America, you call it cinnamon rolls yes here we call it scrolls, scrolls. yes yes yeah. yeah sounds 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 it took me three months it took me three months to actually get the texture right oh really that's that's really a, lo- yeah. a remarkable feat for you because so, so many of them went in the bean <laughs> and some are so you know what rough. the fun you you should have uh, taken some you throw it at them yeah yeah i know you should have taken some uh, videos of it or like you know journaled it uh, that'll be a, a interesting uh, stuff to share to the yeah, public right yeah that that'll be something yeah i know i know yeah uh-huh. yeah it's really hard um, i'll probably share that I'm, I'm thinking that i my my a dream of mine is to actually come up with my own recipe book and yes. a memoir yes so i will um share all this oh definitely um, you know yeah, all these stories of mine while I was creating all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was really the challenge. How do you make a gluten-free version of these Correct. and dishes? Yeah, because uh, earlier years, it's not that really available, right? You, you're just, it's like a yeah. specialty item. Now that uh, since you want, you are one of the few chefs who like really uh, did that part where it's like gluten-free uh, products. It's like more and more people are inclined to try it, especially now you're, you're creating awareness about it. Hey, if you have the uh, celiac, celiac, right? I pronounced it correctly. Mm-hmm. Celiac uh, condition that you have, you, you can, and it's available. The, the gluten-free uh, products are available nowadays. Unlike before, it's like, hey, gluten-free, what is gluten-free? Nobody knows. Yeah. And you are, that's why no wonder or not, I'm not even surprised that you won those awards or recognition because of that feat that you did. You solved the problem and you made it uh, available to the public, which uh, I know for a fact that there, you have a lot of followers that are like really appreciative of what you did, right? So yeah, uh, I, I would like to thank you. Yeah, yeah really. because I, I experienced it firsthand with my family when we go out and I see my husband and my daughter getting sick after eating in a restaurant, even if they say that on the menu that it's gluten-free, but then that means they don't have the right process um, in the kitchen. So for example, um, frying in, in the same fryer. So you can't fry, um, you can't fry anything for gluten-free if it's if you fry everything else there that has wheat mm-hmm. so just those um you know we it has to be really a strict process when you are 
dealing with gluten-free and celiac customers. And we have that in our cafe. So we have like a dedicated space mm-hmm. just to prepare that food. Yes. Um, so even in our, even like our baking room, it's just 100% um, gluten-free baking. Correct. So that means there is no cross-contamination whatsoever. Correct. And then, of course, we really train our staff on that. Mm. So pretty much our meals are gluten-free by default, except for our bread. Mm. And then we just easily swap that with no extra cost if you tell us you're celiac or you're gluten-free. That's that's really wow. interesting. That's really interesting because um, I'm not like really um, now knowing from you about the process, right? Gluten-free is like really a delicate part. I think you will also um, um, compare it to like the halal meats, uh, uh, process, yeah. right? The halal or something like that. So it's really interesting to know from you, actually. I, I know gluten-free, but I don't like really pay attention to it because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant. I will, I'll, I'll say that because, you know, now that I know that I really wanted to thank you for giving me that knowledge for that. Maybe you could start your own cooking show or like maybe like, you know, yeah. Rachel Ray or we can have you featured in one of the, you know, Food Network, right, uh, Joy? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we know. So go ahead. Okay, Joy, go ahead. Reg, where did you get your skill? What do you think? Did you get it from your dad or from your mom? Can you share us? Here's the thing. I, I grew up with good food around me. So my grandma was a great cook. My dad was a great cook. My mom cooks really well as well. So I think I'm surrounded by great cooks in my family. So my palate has always been used to good food. And we, we love eating out. We also love cooking mm-hmm. um, at home. That's really great. So all of you are foodies. <laughs> foodies is that? Uh, yes, is that. and remember, I was a med rep before. Yes. And then I became a specialist and part CME. Mm-hmm. So whenever I travel in everywhere in the Philippines, people will take us all to the really great places to eat. Correct. You know, no matter if it looks like just a shanty or mm-hmm. it's just a house mm-hmm. or or my dad would even take me to Binondo and we would be eating like near the the river with all the cargadors and everything but you know you get the best goto there or things like that so (laughs) so my palate is so used to you know good just really good food yeah that's nice so uh, go ahead joy yeah uh okay what what (laughs) Ano ba bang question? Pwede ba personal, Reg? Can I ask you personal? Walang iyakan to, ha? Because, you know, um, Reg, yung dad kasi niya, passed away already. And I know oh, that sorry. si Reg is a daddy's little girl. Mm-hmm. So, my question now, Reg, uh, if, if you want to answer, let's say your dad is still alive and he's watching you right now and he he can see you that you are a very successful business uh, entrepreneur so what can you say about him or to, what can you what can you tell him 
can you tell something about uh, your success like that? Can you share it to our viewers? Um, before my dad passed away, he was meant to come here so that he could see our first cafe. So he was never able to see that. But he saw it um, on our, you know, when we, whenever we chat. And he used to question, oh, is it really good? Mm. <laughs> and then I would show him reviews and all that. And I know that he was, he was very proud of me. Yes. And I know that he could, you know, see me and he would be even, you know, more proud of, of what I have accomplished because it was always his dream mm -hmm. to um, mm -hmm. have a restaurant here in Australia yeah. and I've you know made that happen oh, so I just wish that he was here to see that but I know he mm -hmm. he's he's up there and yes for yeah, sure yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. He, yeah. your, your father is like really proud of you, and for the for who you who you became, like yeah, you evolved into a really loving uh, wife, daughter, and uh, mom, right? So, yeah, maybe on the on the brighter side, let's let's talk about this, Reg. Maybe what who is um, um, Reg as a mom and as a wife? Maybe you can share us to some lighter side of you. What do you do with your family, though? What what uh, do you do? Any activities outside of your work? Yeah. Okay. So, um, where my husband and I, we both work in our business, mm -hmm. so we're very very busy. Okay. <laughs> so now that we have the two cafes, I look after. The, the the newer branch because it's a bigger space and I'm mm -hmm. more of the chef and the cook mm -hmm. and he looks after our um, original location but we love movies we're such sucker for movies oh. in fact, <laughs> yesterday Netflix Eternals <laughs> yeah Eternals me my husband and my daughter oh my so, gosh um, yeah so we just we we love watching movies all the time so you'll see us cook, cook uh -huh. up in in the lounge you know and just watch, watch a movie oh. or you'll see us in a restaurant just enjoying food we, that's the thing we, I, I think i've carried it with me mm -hmm. we love eating out yes. you know and then monday is our day off so my husband and i we make sure that we we um start our day with our coffee Correct. So we would visit different cafes up to this day. Oh, and that's support great. other local cafes as well. We love um, doing bushwalks every now and then. And then we plan short trips, um, overnight trips um, in the mountains or near the beach. So just whenever wow. we can. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So, um, how old is your uh, daughter, Bella? Daughter, yeah. Bella. Yeah, she's ten. Wow. Oh, she pretty nice. much grew up in the cafe. Oh my! She she is so a future future yeah. entrepreneur chef, right? Yes. So she has seen how hard her parents work. <laughs> yes, yes. And she knows that she's going to start working. Nice. Oh, that's that's really great. Nice. 
So, Joy, go ahead. Okay, last question na ba? Yeah, 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 sure. Definitely. Okay, uh, Reg, what can you share to our viewers or listeners uh, about your journey in business? Can you share something to them? Uh, what makes you uh, become a successful? What's the secret on how to become a successful an- entrepreneur like you? Um, I think that um, even up to this day, you know, I I make sure that we continue to improve and innovate, especially in um, hospitality industry. Correct. It's so competitive. Um, you need to be always on your toes, um, create new things, uh, make things more interesting. So there's always room for improvement. And if, you know, if you plan on setting up your own business one day, like a cafe and restaurant, I suggest that you test your dream. Mm -hmm. If if the dream is, if if this dream is really meant for you. Um, It's a lot of hard work. I'm not going to sugarcoat that, you know, um, Mm -hmm. Even if um, we, like my husband, he also decided to do like an OJT on job training. Being an employer is very, employee is very different from being an owner or a chef working for somebody else. It's an entirely different thing when you have to look after your business, look after your people. So um, passion Passion, definitely, you, you need to be passionate in what you do. But it's the kind of passion wherein you can't sleep. That's the kind of passion. Right. You have that kind of passion. That's the kind of passion that would really um, move you forward despite so many challenges because you are going to face a lot of that. And if, for example, you are working in a different industry right now and you keep dreaming of having your own cafe or whatever, business that is I would say start um, learning more about what you would like to accomplish one day so by doing OJT online classes doing it that way you get closer to your um, achieving your dream so um, and of course in anything um, you know you gotta have faith uh, in yourself and if you're religious like you know faith in God because um, you need you need that guidance you know in your life um, when things um, are not um, good there are so many you know challenges your way and like um, you can't just do it all by yourself Right. Also, you need to have a really good team mm-hmm. because it's also you have a good team in your business. Mm-hmm. You need that, um, so you need to be able to manage your um, your team well. Nice, that, that's great. That's great. Uh, thank you for yeah. sharing that one. What so, yeah, uh, just uh, just a quick uh, follow up with that one, or like let's say before. Uh, 
we we add, I guess. So now I'm curious because since um, like you know uh, with the type of business that you have, which is like a brick and mortar, right? All of us in ge- across the board has experienced COVID, right? So what what what, uh, what how did you cope up with the COVID back then? Um, how long? What what was the process like for you? Uh, because everybody has was been has been shut down, right? Then um, what on your end? What did you do? What uh, for sure? I know as a business owner, you have to think of something, alternative solutions in terms of like keep the business going as as possible as you can. What what was it like? What how did you cope up with the COVID for your business? Yeah. So um, it was really ironic. We signed the lease of the second space, and then two months later, COVID hit. So we iced our second location um, for nine months while paying rent. So we only had our first ranch and we decided that we had to act very quickly. So we decided to make our online um, system um, improve that. Mm-hmm. So so that you know pe- it will be easy for people to do takeaways. And then come up with desserts and meals that are easy to be part of our takeaway. So basically, we added more products um, in our website. And then um, we also uh, introduced a loyal loyalty program for, especially for our um, local clients. So that really, um, you know, helped us um, feed you know, I'm paying the rent in our second space um, when when most of your local clients are um, are in the loyalty program. And then um, we we um, decided to hire a social media lady mm-hmm. to help us as well mm-hmm. to make sure that um, we have really good content and we'll be able to reach um, our target market and be able to, you know, relay a strong message and strong marketing. So these are just a few of the strategies that we did. Um, and of course, like I said, we introduced more um, Filipino-inspired um, dishes. In fact, um, in our second space, you know, I came up with a Filipino-inspired high tea. So gluten-free. So I know that this is the very first Filipino gluten-free high tea, perhaps yes. in the world. Really so it's really, um, it's really quite unique, as well as Filipino gluten-free degustation. And then um, making that also um, the high tea available as a takeaway. That's great. That's great to hear. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's inspiring. Uh, I mean... I must say that um, knowing from you that the strategy is like really, you know, I guess uh, what I learned as well uh, during COVID is like you have to innovate. You have to make sure that you, how can you solve a problem instead of like dwelling on it, you, you try to solve a problem. You got to keep the ball rolling and like you did, you're trying to find ways in terms of like serving the people and you know that people like, uh, need to eat, right? So you solved the problem, which is really remarkable to hear from you. 
Wow, this is an interesting uh, story from Reg and uh, right, uh, Joy. Yes, very inspiring story, Reg. Yes. And uh, I wish one day I can visit your restaurant. I'm praying that I'm praying for that. Australia. So yes. I, I'm excited to taste all your dishes. Yeah, we're gonna have oh, a no. We're gonna have like a full day yes, of a uh, dessert. Course. Yeah, you get a full course, mm-hmm. Sabine. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Now this this is really good, um, Reg. Thank you very much. So maybe uh, you can share to our viewers where can they follow you. Maybe you can share to them about your website, your social media handles. That way, they if they're interested or they're uh, nearby your location, they can check you out. Yes. Okay. So um, please follow us, Dovetail Social. That's our Instagram um, handle, Dovetail Social. Okay. And also on our Facebook pages, you could follow us at um, Dovetail Social. And our website is dovetailsocial.com.au. And I hope that when borders are open and you happen to be traveling here in Australia and in Brisbane, and I hope to see you um, when you are here. And please mention that if you did watch this segment. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Please um, introduce yourself and I would love, you know, to um, to meet you and, you know, um, yeah, it, it will just be great to actually um meet you in person yes thank you thank you all righty so yeah thank you reg uh any any parting words before we end reg um i i think that um i've said this in my speech when i received my award that um i truly believe that my purpose in life is you know to um, to provide gluten-free version of dishes um, so that other families will also enjoy um, so i think that um, my my family having celiac disease has become my life's purpose so that i can also share that to other families that joy of being able to eat, um, um, you know, something safely again, and and you know, taste as good and as delicious as the regular version of that dish, and and you know, I, I don't think I I could have done it without um, just the amazing um, favor and guidance um, by God. And of course, my family's support and my team. So thank you all so much, and thank you, Francis and Joy, for having me. It's a pleasure, and um, thank you. Thank you, thank it's you. It's an honor. Reg. Thank it's you an honor for sharing your story with uh, our viewers and listeners. All right. Thank you, thank you, Reg, and for being a thank great you, guest. Okay. So, in closing remarks, Joy, so I would like to thank you uh, both ladies for being uh, esteemed guests on my show, okay? So, like, um, again, guys, this is Francis Sandiego. This is another um, remarkable and inspiring uh, episode. 
Again, this is Francis Diego, and I'm your unemployed Pinoy CEO. Thanks, guys.